Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design franchise, where we talk about uh, everything that's of interest to an embedded developer. It might be hardware, it might be software, it might be something in between. I'm um, here for this week's Embedded Executive Podcast, and this week my guest is Jeff DeCorpo, who is a Senior Vice President with eFabulous. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Good. Hey, Rich. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing just fine. Thank you very much. So um, I must admit, I was not familiar with eFabulous a week ago, and I got a very interesting note that crossed my desk that says that, and I'm paraphrasing, and if I do this wrong, you correct me, but you can help people build system systems on chip, that's the correct English, systems on chip for $10,000 or less. Is that true? That is true. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, that's all part of a program that we just launched called Chip Ignite. Um, but it is, uh, it's, uh, you know, really aimed at enabling uh, an alternate way for people to create and design silicon, like kind of addressing a lot of the challenges that have been in the, uh, in the industry historically around that. Okay, so if we were in the fraternity house, I would be calling BS on you. Um, you need to <laughs> explain to me how you can possibly do this at that price point. Well, okay. So, so, so one of the big interesting, so there's a couple elements of it, right? So part of it is uh, we run uh, what we're calling a shuttle, basically it's a fabrication you know, uh, model for uh, enabling many users to share one you know, fabrication run process through the foundry, right? So in this case, we're um, aggregating up to 40 projects into one manufacturing run. And that allows us to kind of share the cost and distribute that across many different users. So no one user's paying, you know, a, you know, large sum. Right. The other, the other big piece is um, we're enabling kind of an automated design model where you start with a reference design. You start with a full implementation of a chip already. And there's a big hole in the middle, like a donut, right? That where you have a space where you can stick in your, your design. Right. So you don't have to worry about a lot of the supporting functions of the chip that typically you'd have to do, like IO pads and power, you know, infrastructure and um, you know, and, and and whatnot. And we have so we, we basically pre-designed and pre-implemented all that. And we made a model that with an example where you can pretty much just kind of take that the example, stick in your own design, and basically reproduce the, you know, rerun the steps that we use to generate the final layout. And you can do that very, very quickly. Why does it sound like you're describing an FPGA? It sounds like that to some degree, right? So, I mean, clearly people who, who maybe have a design in FPGA could take advantage of this, right? Because we have a, um, a design flow that basically automatically takes a digital design that you may have implemented like an FPGA or, you know, you know it's today and basically retarget, re-implement re that into a Caravel, Caravel is this uh, reference design I mentioned. So it's this Caravel, you know, kind of completed Caravel design for the shuttle. And, um, and that is one use case and one model that's, you know, that where this project kind of really can help, you know, users generate kind of their own custom designs very quickly. So if um, I understand this but, right. you know, in this design, you can, go ahead. I was gonna say, if I understand this right, you're providing a processor and me, the developers, supplying all the logic that goes around that processor? No, no, not exactly. Actually, we're providing a design space that you can put anything you want in it. And so some people have put full SOC implementations 
where they put a processor, memory, you know, peripherals, everything inside of that space. But what we have enabled then is you don't have to worry about connecting those up to IO pads. You don't have to worry about the power supply, you know, kind of the power, um, you know, supplies into that. So there's a lot of, you know, kind of just housekeeping and, and kind of the final chip implementation that you don't have to deal with. And then we've also created automated, you know, the implementation flows for the middle part. Like, so if you have something that's just pure digital, we have an automated flow that goes from RTL to GDS, like completely fully automated, right? And that's based on an open source tool set. So you can, you know, you're not like burdened with a lot of expensive licensing costs for, for commercial EDA tools. And do you care what processor I'm using, whether it's RISC-V or ARM or something else? No, so you know, the, we don't, right? So, uh, so Chip Ignite is, um, allows someone to you know, take advantage of this program and they can you know, completely keep their design proprietary and hidden and use whatever IP they want. Um, they can, but it also enables people who want to use, you know, open source, open up the design and create an open source solution. They can do that as well. And so the whole, in fact, the whole pro, the pro program piggybacks off of a, uh, an initiative that was initially kind of led by uh, uh, Google and Skywalker Technology, which is a foundry, um, to create kind of the first fully manufacturable open PDK. So this is a kind of process design kit is the technology you know the foundry uses to actually manufacture and typically that's like you have to sign NDAs and it's hard to get access to that um, unless you have a good ROI and a business case to justify that right so this is the first case where now we have a you know we have a, a process development kit that people can use that's fully open you don't need NDAs and you can um, share the, the final GDS with anybody in the world right um, and uh, that whole thing has really opened the door on, a, you know, a, a, a community has really drawn in a bunch of community to kind of go off and try to, you know, use this new, um, use this new technology, new solution, and create these new designs and create new IP and create, you know, you know, an ecosystem kind of around that. So, so this program I'm talking about, Chip Ignite, is really piggybacking on that and allowing people to leverage all that stuff, but also do their own private designs as well. Um, so, what knowledge do I need coming in? So you could, you know, I think as an, uh, you know, an embedded, if you're comfortable with FPGA programming or embedded systems development, you can get a design on the shuttle by taking some of the examples that already exist, um, you know, running those yourself and maybe then, you know, tweaking and modifying those, replacing some of the digital, you know, design logic with your own. You could absolutely um, successfully ex execute, you know, project. And there's a set of checks that we do you know, that you, you actually, you run yourself as part of that flow to make sure your design, you know, is, is, you know, meets all the, you know, the design criteria in terms of, you know, DRCs errors and LBS errors and all the various design checks, right. To ensure the design's correct. Um, but all that's in place and, um, and it's fairly straightforward to follow. I'm, I'm actually, interestingly enough, from my background, I've been with a company now four or five years, I come from outside the semiconductor space. So, I'm actually at the point where I can execute these designs and I haven't, you know, that's not my background as an IC designer. Okay. Uh, are you tied to a fab or am I on my own once I leave you? The, um, the so this, our, our, our platform and this program is um, independent of any specific platform technology, you know, any, any founder technology. Now the, this Chip Ignite program that we launched is, uh, we did this in partnership with Skywater. And so they are the first node um, that we're using launching that program with that node, as I mentioned, is an open node. Open is an open PDK, so you don't, you know, you don't need to have any NDAs or anything to access it. So, um, 
So, so what we have today and what we deliver here, you know, with this solution is currently based on a Skywater, you know, technology uh, node, but in the future, we'll be adding additional nodes from mm -hmm. both Skywater and other um, suppliers as well. And, and so you can, yeah, you, you can do, you can continue, continue to work with us to get things fabricated. You can also get your, you know, take your design and, you know, go directly to the foundry or go direct or go to a third party and, you know, and, and, uh, and also, you know, continue to get your, 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 your design fabricated elsewhere. Okay. One more for you, because we're almost out of time. You mentioned open source tools. Uh, are there particular tools that you guys are working with where, I hate to use the word locked in with, but are you locked in with particular tools? Or if I'm already using tools that I know and I'm comfortable with, can I import those? Absolutely. So you can, you, we are, you know, kind of agnostics to the tools that you use. We do, as I mentioned, provide for people, for users who don't have tools or don't have a lot of experience. We have a, a, a tool flow that's based on open source uh, tools and that's fully automated and is, you know, fairly easy to exercise and run based on the examples provided. Don't have, you know, there's no necessary licensing fees with those and you can, those are freely available. Um, they're push, available on GitHub. You can just clone them and use them. Um, but there are other you know, projects that you can implement your own. You can use commercial tools. So, so um, and you, if you have your, if you have tools and environment and ability to kind of use that, then you can generate your your design uh, content using those tools and then insert that into the, um, the final chip assembly when we when we go to, when we when we do the final integration for Tapebound. So there's a there's a path there as well. Good stuff. That is very interesting. Um, I won't say I'm a, I'm a believer, but I'm getting closer. Um, so I'm going to do my homework as I'm sure our audience will as well, but this is pretty cool stuff. So I thank you for your time, Jeff. Absolutely. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. That was Jeff DeCorpo. He is a senior vice president with eFabless and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. You have a great day, Jeff. Thank you. You too, Rich. Take care.